a Radio 191 FM podcast. Well, I'm going to be interviewing someone in a few minutes. Um, I've got them on the airwaves, uh, on the call line, sorry. But yeah, I thought I'd just, you know, introduce you to who this lovely person that I'll be interviewing. Um, his name is Ron. So Ron is a 20-something-year-old who writes a bit, who travels a bit and does his best to document uh, life's realities, all on the Instagram and in the captions he writes. So with a social following that continues to grow, He's currently sitting at 20k currently on Instagram and growing fast AF. Uh, Ron, who runs the Instagram account Pay For My Coffee, is a kind of a millennial poet, a social writer, a uh, somewhat social media enthusiast, and quite possibly the most relatable person ever. Uh, Ron writes exactly how he and we feel with a writer voice that speaks quite candidly, uh, genuinely, and taking your words within your your head, from your memo pad, from your um, your internalizations into kind of thoughtful reflections to yourself. Uh, Ron, in my personal view, writes so honestly that it speaks to the millennial being, or just anybody that feels the same feelings that we all feel. And with that with that elaborate intro being said. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I so nervously sent him out a DM on Instagram, like, also not meaning to, like, I didn't think I would get much of a response, to be honest, but lo and behold, today, I am incredibly stoked to be having a conversation with Ron over the airwaves to p- talk about his Instagram account, that ah, Instagram c- account, at Pay For My Coffee, so I'm gonna let him come through, so, hello, Ron, uh, how are you today? Hi, I'm good. I'm kind of you're... nervous, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can be nervous together. This is both our first time talking live on here, so we're both going to be gentle with each other. Going to ask each other, or uh, me, ask Ron very nice questions. So, <laughs> good morning, Ron. It's what time is it over where you are? Good morning. It's um, nine forty in the morning, actually. Nine forty in the morning. Cool. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty late where you are. Yeah, pretty late. It's like, or oh, like. Almost three o'clock in twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah, in the afternoon. New Zealand is like ahead of everyone else. Yeah, like we're a good solid five hours ahead, eh? Um, you know, how are you mm-hmm. feeling today? How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I you... feel great. Oh, that's really good to hear. Um, thank you so much for giving your time to speak with me today. No, thank you for having me here. Yeah. Not so I'm on anything. <laughs> yeah, this is this is so exciting for the both of us guys. Um, but anyways, mm-hmm. uh, you are here today. We're through the airways. We're talking about your account, pay for my coffee. Um, so you know, tell me a little bit about you know how the name pay for my coffee came about for your Instagram. Oh, um, I think this is kind of funny. So I was actually I had this idea to make an account for the longest time ever. And when I finally did it, I kind of needed names to come around. So at that point in time, I was listening to an indie playlist. And I think on that playlist, there's actually this song called Nightshift. And in the lyrics, um, they have the words, pay for my coffee. So when I first heard it, I thought, hmm, this, this kind of appealed to me. So, and I, um, when I really think about it um, on a deeper level, and I kind of feel like it, a lot of the, the things that came of it, when I think of the name, resonated with me a lot. So I just went ahead and did it. Oh, cool. That's a very unique way of finding, like, and, like, sort of discovering your own little label for yourself in a way. <laughs> it's actually from a song lyrics. not that, that crazy. <laughs> oh, so that's awesome. Um, so what sort of inspired you to, um, you know, start Pay For My Coffee? 
Um, so it was actually during my time in New Zealand, actually. Oh. I was staying alone in New Zealand. So if you look all the way back to my first ever post, um, I documented a lot of um, my time in New Zealand. So there was the period when I started making an account. I think I was about three to four months in New Zealand. And um, at that point in time, I was living alone. I kind of had a lot of thoughts that I want to get out of me. I didn't really have anyone to talk to. So um, I just went ahead and like made a camera where I can sort of document my process and have like a platform where I can say the things that I want out. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, you were by yourself, so it definitely felt probably quite isolating for you um, and to sort of be able to use Instagram to, you know, express your thoughts and stuff. That's really cool. <laughs> And like yeah. that's sort of that's sort of very millennial. Like I feel like you know back then we'd probably be writing in our diaries or stuff like that. But no, we've got like our memo pads and like our Instagram where we can like kind of share it with people when you know when you're feeling a bit lonely and it's like you have that extra outlet in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So explain to me, you know, like your bio because I think that's probably quite interconnected with you know your time like spending alone in New Zealand. Um, so your bio says, I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I started traveling, making a habit to document the process and hoping something will make sense someday. So my question is, has this sort of mindset changed for you and you know, from where you began, sort of right up until now? Um, so I had that mindset when um, I was in New Zealand at a point in time, so that was when I actually wrote that. And I feel like right now, I probably feel the same as well. Yeah. I mean, I started out traveling, trying to, you know, sort of look for an answer to, like, what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. And after going it for a while, after a year of traveling, I realized that it doesn't actually work that way. Like, you, just, you can't really just go and, like, look for an answer because there's not really an answer. I feel like what it really is more about is, like, a long process. And I feel like I'm only right at the beginning of this process. So... Um, I would pretty much do say that I would hope that something will make sense someday and in the meantime, just keep going. Yeah, definitely resonate with that a lot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So talk me through kind of like, you know, the process of how you write your posts. I know that you kind of, you do them daily, but like what is the process of like coming up with, you know, the nature of your content and just how you, I don't know, how you articulate in your posts, like what's sort of like... You know, what's your process? Mm, I think a lot of it is actually quite random. So I started out with an, an idea to just take a picture of whatever I see at that moment. Um, that's why you see a lot of random pictures on my account. So I I just wanted to get into the habit to write, to create content. So I don't really care about what kind of picture I'm posting. So I literally just took a picture of whatever I see um, right at a moment when I have something to say. And I just wrote a caption about it and most of the time I feel like I don't even know what I'm gonna write until I finish it I just kind of had like one little sentence or a word in mind and um, I just wrote that out and just flowed. Yeah wow that's it's a pretty rant it doesn't seem like you have a somewhat of a routine but more just like you know kind of like a random burst of energy and just like I just want to write like what do you, whatever's in my yeah, head now. super random. Yeah. Just how like I, I feel like I want to make a post and I just to think of something and whatever i come in a moment i just post it right so do you have like a set time of day where you kind of like you're just like i need to sit, sit like sit down and just you know like think of something because i need to post on my gram like do you do you have like you know set times of day where you just like need to work kind of thing not really actually i mean just whenever i'm bored and i feel like i want to get something out i just do it yeah 
But um, now that I have a little bit, a little bit more audience, I usually try to post at a time where I know that most people are online. Mm. So I could write something say in like in the afternoon, and maybe if more people get online during like the evening, I would just post it a few hours later. Right. Yeah. So would you? So you kind of do you kind of have like a small bank of like pre-written stuff, or is it everything just quite like, uh, like fresh every day? Oh. Like, what do you? Uh, everything is just I I have no patience, so whatever I write out, I just want to get it out as fast as I can. Yeah, I so see. So I actually yeah. try to write more, like as draft, but I always just end up posting it because I just want to get it out. Yeah. Do you find that? Do you like kind of like look back and like, um, like do you ever like edit, re-edit any of your posts? Like do you read it? You know, like oh, it doesn't. You know, I don't really think like that. But you know, I've already posted it. Do you like re-edit any of the stuff that you post? Mm, I do. So most of the time, after I make a post out, I try to read it once to like make sure that I don't um, spell anything wrong or there's nothing wrong with the format. But um, I don't think I've actually deleted a post. I don't think I've ever said anything that I don't really want to have there. Admit what I think of at a moment. So unless it's like appropriate, inappropriate to like people or anything, I'm probably just gonna leave it there. Mm, okay, I see. Um, can I ask you, like, what is, like, do you have, like, a favourite post that you kind of revisit or do you just reread over again? Well, not, like, favourite, but, you know, just a post that mm. you wrote yourself but you kind of reflect on it every now and again? Mm, I don't really have a favourite. I mean, most of the time after I post something, I I don't really go back to my old posts and read them. Right. It's usually, like, people would read something of mine from, say, a few months ago and they would send me a DM. And I was like, oh, I actually wrote this. So it's kind of like I vaguely remember writing it, but I don't actually remember everything. So sometimes I'm kind of surprised by some things I said in the past. Um, but for favorite posts, I would say it's probably my first ever post. I think I wrote something like the best time to do something, the, the best way to do something to do it. So um, I feel like that was a very good reminder quote that I kind of had in mind for the longest time. And it was just at that moment where I came back to the quote and figured it's time to just do this idea that I had in my mind forever. Yeah, like so I feel I would like say probably my first ever post is like my the most memorable one. Yeah, because that's probably like the most nostalgic. Like you were at that point where that you, it all started for you. So that's probably so like that's definitely like the most memorable time it must be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been I've been following your account for a while um, since like last year when you did start posting back when you were in New Zealand. Um, you've recently hit. Oh wow, that's a long time ago. <laughs> that's a very long time ago. Um, you've recently hit um, twenty thousand followers, and that made is insane. Like I just remember looking at it like just on your like Instagram last year and just seeing you like having two thousand. I thought, damn, this guy is amazing. And then seeing you just <laughs> weekly just having this it's steady build up it went from 10 11 12 and now it's like 20 holy crap how like honestly how <laughs> shook are you like you don't even use hashtags like how do you think how do you think all these people have like come on board to your instagram um i feel like this is one thing that not a lot of people know about me so growing an audience on social media is actually something that i've been doing for a very long time um so i actually work somewhat freelance in helping people to do social media marketing uh-huh. and to help people to grow their audience. So um, working on accounts is something that I have been doing in my teams. I used to run um, quote accounts and just figure out ways on how to like, grow a following and, and everything. So I had actually quite a bit of experience doing it. And 
Um, I've also met quite a few online friends along the years, and some of them have quite a bit of audience. And um, these people, they're very nice. They share my content from time to time. So having them share my content on their account actually helped me a lot to grow my following. Wow. So you've had, you pretty much had so much experience before beginning Pay For My Coffee, essentially. Um, yeah, I've done like tons of accounts before, this, but this is my first ever personal account, but I've worked with tons of accounts before this. Oh, so you, you pretty much, you know, your, you know your way through the Instagram game. That's really cool. Like you've, you know, you're well-knowledged. Um, so definitely I can see uh, where like, yeah. yeah, I can see where you're, um, you know, gaining all these like followers, but also I think I, I know that you say a lot to, that your content is about giving a lot of value to people. Um, and I think I totally agree with that because you don't, I don't see your posts like you don't use hashtags or anything, which is very typical of like a lot of people that want to grow their mm -hmm. Instagram account. So I think that's very interesting. Like out of a lot of the accounts I see, your one is like hashtag list. Like everyone just like seems to <laughs> gravitate there organically. Like I just think it just bath, like, bath, like I'm just fathom because your account just grew so quickly. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I was like there at the start. And now look at you now, like, oh. I'm so happy for you, like, seriously. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, regarding the content on your, uh, like, the things that you post, um, it's quite, you know, like like I said in sort of the introduction that, you know, it's quite, you know, reflective. It's somewhat, like, deeply personal. So do you think, you know, your, your platform is kind of like, you know, your open journal for you in a way? Um, so... I would say somewhat like open journal. I actually have no patience to like document an actual journal. I've tried it a few times when I was younger and it just never really worked out. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually do enjoy a lot more just putting it online. And um, I wouldn't say like I feel vulnerable by the things that I put out um, because it's my truth. And I, I feel like when I really try to put out the things that I think about, you know, in this moment where you kind of are overwhelmed with a lot of things and sometimes you're not really sure which are the right ones and which are not. And just putting it out kind of allows me to see myself from an outside perspective. Yeah. And it helps me, it gives me more clarity to think and to figure out like what it is that I actually want. Yeah. And it's more of a coping mechanism. Yeah. Especially because you have, you know, currently your audience or just lots of people that follow you and they can also like comment and message you and then give their perspective so I think it's really unique for you to see from their perspective on how you're feeling when you write you know yes yeah. absolutely I definitely learn a lot from like the comments that people say to me or sometimes when I post a certain way of thinking and people just reply to me like the way that they feel about it and I feel I learn a lot from other people's perspective of what they say what they feel yeah I totally agree like well, that brings me to say, like, you know, a lot of people comment on your, you know, post, and a lot of the times I see comments like, oh, this is so relatable, you're exactly, you're voicing exactly how I feel at this moment, like, you know, um, what, why do you think, like, you know, the content that you write really just deeply resonates with people? Oh, well, um, I feel like a lot of people are actually quite similar, I mean, despite living in different countries growing up different cultures so I feel the same thing when I travel and I speak to people from all over the world and I just feel like we actually think quite similarly on a lot of things and I feel like Instagram is somewhat the same thing I, I think a lot of people relate to the things that I write because we I mean we are living in the same generation mm -hmm. and 
we go through a lot of very similar moments, you know, having to go through school, having to get a job and things like that. So I think people probably relate to it because it, they feel that it's very similar to their lives. Yeah. And I feel like because people sort of like, you know, you can follow kind of any sort of interest that you have on Instagram. And I feel like if you're very interested in writing, you'd go look for like specific like writing accounts and stuff. And then they come across you and then they kind of, you like articulate exactly what they're feeling at the moment and it's also maybe something that they enjoy like following like writing accounts and stuff so it's like you know we're kind of yeah we're definitely a different generation now um i'm not really sure if um i mean i always find it surprising when people say that the things that i say make a lot of sense to them Mm -hmm. sometimes i just have like a very personal experience that I kind of want to rent it out mm-hmm. and when I get comments from those kind of posts of people saying that I'm relatable I just I'm kind of shook listening to it to be honest <laughs> hey that's like that's that that's amazing that they find relatability to you even that when they don't know you just like you saying a few words and they're just like wow you're touching my soul you know I, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly surprised by like the comments that I get from people yeah oh well, you know, I love, I also love that, like, you know, that you acknowledge and reply to people as well. Like, I feel like I don't see that often these days, you know, like those big brands, you like say something to them, you get no reply, whatever. Um, why do you think it is so important to, you know, interact with, you know, people that follow you and that comment and DM you? Mm, I love hearing what other people think of me and the content that I put out. So mm-hmm. I like hearing what uh, I love hearing their perspective because I feel like it helps me to grow and improve on my content. So I try to reply to as many people as I can because I feel like people are very nice for like taking the time out of the day to you know get back to my stuff or to leave a comment sometimes. And I feel very thankful for a lot of the engagements I'm getting. And it's their support really of like you know seeing people who sort of relate to you. It gives me some sort of comfort. You really keep going on this process. Right. Oh, That sounds really nice. Oh my gosh. So you're really, I feel like you definitely just, you crave that audience. You, not the audience, but I feel like the community is really like important to you then. It is. I mean, I started this account to really get into, I mean, I've had a lot of experience building accounts. So if I wanted like an account with a lot of followers or a lot of engagements or, you know, things where I get lost, like I've done something else, or mm-hmm. I would have started a business. But this account is sort of like very personal to me. Yeah. But it's really like I, the, the intention behind this account was sort of to be able to connect with people, to use this to like um, talk to people. And you know, even like what you just, what we're doing right now, it's because of this account. Yeah. So that was my whole intention when I made this age the whole idea behind it and not really so much on like, oh, I wanna be an influencer or things like that. Yeah. Oh, like it kind of just started, you know, you just did it out of, you know, your own sort of, I don't want to say your own benefit, but, you know, out of, you know, yourself in a way, not like you just wanted to put stuff out there and, you know, share that in in a way. Yeah, in a way it was kind of like for me to cope and I was also hoping to like meet like-minded people through this account. Right. And just to like connect with more people and because I get inspired from people a lot. And I think this account's a very good platform for me to do that. Right. Yeah. Aww. Um, I'm also aware that you also have a Twitter account. It is also called Pay For My Coffee or Coffee Shop Writings. Um, your follower base yeah. there is also humongous, might I say. Um, Ron has got 105k and I'm 
pretty shook at that. But that's also amazing. Like it's well deserved. Um, how are you know? Are there differences in how people interact with you on there um, versus say I don't know, like your audience on Instagram? Is it quite a different audience? Mm, so I started on Twitter a lot, a lot of years ago. So that account is actually like ancient. <laughs> I can't remember where I started it, but that was kind of like um, a really long time ago. Where I just had this. Um, I look at all these quotes and just wanted to like get something out. Yeah. And that was um, it used to be called Ron writing, oh. and then I changed it to Pay for My Coffee when I had a whole Instagram thing going. So um, it's funny, I don't actually use Twitter a lot nowadays. If you look at my account, I don't really post too much anymore. Right. I think it's kind of overwhelming having to like commit to so many platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the audience I have on there is just because I have been running the account for, for so long. Um, I, I mean, I, I would love to be super active on like both platforms if I can, but it just kind of takes a lot of time doing it and especially trying to engage with or reply to comments and I just enjoy using Instagram a lot more yeah. so that account um, is there I, I still use it from time to time but Instagram is probably the one that I'm on the most right now yeah it's your main sort of your main focus um, do you feel like mm-hmm. is it because you so you definitely most enjoy um, Instagram more than your Twitter because your Twitter is probably your older type audience and it's probably do you feel less like connected with them than say your Instagram definitely I think Instagram is where I really document the traveling process and the thoughts and everything and on Twitter it's really just more writing yeah I feel like it's, it's more like, like random you know, yeah. yeah and more like you know just your random scattered thoughts that you can just like chuck out rather than I feel like in on Instagram you would probably a bit more put together because you have that picture you have you know a nice lovely long caption or whatever your stream of thought was at the time so is that the case? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Instagram is a better platform to, to do things like that as well. With Twitter, you're kind of limited to, I think it's 280 characters now. Mm, yeah. And on Instagram, there's just so many more things that you can do. I just feel like you can say more. You can definitely say a lot more that's on your mind as well. Yeah, definitely. I can get a lot of things out as well. And I think on Instagram, it's easier to reply to people. Whereas on Twitter, I, kind of like, I feel like I miss a lot of notifications because sometimes people <laughs> quote my tweet and they say something on it. I'm not really sure how to track it. Oh. Whereas on Instagram, people can just reply to you directly or send you a DM things like that. Yeah, so definitely a bit more of an organized space on Instagram rather than like a, you know, mm-hmm. a haphazard like scattered mess on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, final question about your account. Um, so I've seen, you know, your stories um, and a couple of stories were like you sharing, um, you know, other kind of spin-off accounts that take after your name so I see like pay for my mocha um, are these like fan accounts like what is the story behind all this um, that's kind of crazy actually I'm still like shook from it <laughs> I think it started out with this one person who changed her name to I think it's something like pays for your coffee so Ooh. this is um, this is a follower that reads my content a lot and she constantly messages me to somewhat show gratitude for the things that I put out so when she changed her um, username, she was kind of like, I can't really pay your physical coffee, so I would change my account for it. And I thought it was really sweet of her to do that. Aww. So I posted it on my story as some sort of like something funny. And I think that kind of spiraled a few more people to do that. And when I, I think there were other accounts like people like pizza or pizza water. Yeah. And 
I shared those accounts because I thought your names were hilarious. <laughs> and for some reason, I think that got more people to do that as well. So now we are kind of like, I have, I, I think there are quite a few accounts doing that right now. And I think the last time I checked, um, I think about half of them don't even follow me. So they probably just see like someone else doing it and they, they're just getting onto the, tri- you've, the trend. You've started like an epidemic of pay for my blank <laughs> literally just, i just find it really hilarious of people to do that yeah i might change mine to like pay for my pineapple or something just <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no I that's actually that you do <laughs> that's so hilarious though like i wonder what's gonna be next like i don't know like pay for my concert tickets i don't know um that's pretty interesting um you know we're gonna go on like a short break and afterwards um i'll play a couple of songs and then we can talk about your time in new zealand Okay, sounds good. Awesome. Still talking to Ron. We're going to wrap up in a little bit, but I thought I'd ask him about his time in New Zealand. Uh, so, uh, Ron, hello. I appreciate it. Hello. You okay? Yeah, I think my mic got caught up in a little bit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm back with Ron, and we were talking about uh, him writing thoughtful and quite reflective content um, on his Instagram account. But I'd scoot over to the travel side, which is an important part of your Instagram, I believe. Um, and mm-hmm. some of the things I sort of personally enjoyed about you know your account and also being a follower was just like reading about your travels and just kind of what you documented daily. And that was sort of how you began in a way. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, they weren't all positive experiences, like that time your bag was stolen. Um, <laughs> that must, must have been so scary, dude. Um, but nonetheless, they were like obviously quite important lessons to learn when you're traveling alone. Um, so how has sort of traveling sort of shaped you as a person? Oh, wow. Um, so I've never actually imagined myself to be traveling right now. I always thought that I'll be in school mm-hmm. or studying or, you know, working a full-time job. But when the time came, I had an option to do it. So um, I went ahead and did it. And I, it has definitely changed my entire life. I feel like I live in a small country. And just being here my entire life, I you, you're kind of like used to a very one way of living life. Mm. And when you travel, you actually get to see things from all over the world. You get to talk to different people who live through different perspectives and experiences. And you start learning that it's actually a big world out there. And you're not tied to just the things that you have uh, you, that you know at home. Um, so I feel like along the way, I learned a lot of things from like you know going to um different places and kind of like the time when i had my bag stolen mm-hmm. and it just kind of told me that a lot of shitty things are actually not as horrible as you think i mean at the end of the day i'm you still kind of feel thankful especially when you're in a dangerous place that you're still alive and that you can still move on and that you're still healthy to like keep going and these are definitely experiences that I don't get to have if I'm just at home. Exactly. Yeah. So I think because, it, like you said, it just puts things into perspective. Like, and also I've watched, I've seen so many like people that do sort of travel, like travel all the time, and they just like don't get tied down to the things that they have, and they just live quite minimally. Do you feel like you're kind of like that in a way? What do you mean by minimum? Um, um, just like when you when you travel, it's like you don't like you don't. There's a lot of things that don't become necessary to you anymore. You just kind of live entirely, kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 
Absolutely. So I travel with a backpack,、mm. and after going for like a year, you just, I mean, all you need are like clothes and probably like a phone, some chargers, your passport, your wallet. I mean, I had my passport and wallet stolen, and I survived. So、mm-hmm. I guess you, you kind of, <laughs> you kind of want that, but you don't actually need it that much. And, and like, you can always, you can always get it again, right? Yeah, so definitely with traveling, I feel like a lot of things that you feel are a necessity, but when it comes down to the point where you kind of need that, but you don't have that, it teaches you to adapt and to continue surviving as well.、Yeah. So it has taught me that a lot of things that I thought that I need, but I actually don't need them as much as I think. And、yeah. that's a very interesting perspective or a very interesting experience to learn.、Mm, yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, so where is your? Where are you traveling next? Like I, we've talked briefly about how you were going to go to Bali. So、um, oh, yeah. you're,、um, you're currently still in Singapore. I'm not really sure at this moment. So right now I've been home for about three months now. Right. And I feel like I'm at this point where I'm really bored of being at home. I desperately want to go somewhere,、mm-hmm. but I don't really know where to go. Bali is kind of like a convenient option because I've been sharing so many stories about Bali, and Bali is really really close to Singapore. So I'm I'm thinking of going there for like maybe a week, maybe two weeks, just for like a while, and just kind of see if that inspires me to you know go to more places. Yeah. I do think that the first step is always the hardest, especially after you come back home and you just kind of like become stagnant for a while.、Um, but once you take that first step, it kind of leads you to a lot more things to continue going. Yeah. So kind of like just by starting. Just to start is like the biggest、mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah. I think the hardest thing for me is to start.、Uh, like once I get into the momentum of doing things, everything that comes in just becomes a lot easier. Yeah, because I feel like once you get into the rhythm rhythm of it, everything just begins to fall into place. Like even when you don't even realize. Yeah, like, definitely. Definitely. So I do feel that deeply. Hmm. So tell me about your time in New Zealand. So how long? Were you, so you came to New Zealand like kind of early last year. Um. Well, I think I came to New Zealand on like December two thousand seventeen.、Oh, right. So how long were you in New Zealand? Yeah. For, how long were you in New Zealand for? Like in total. For a total of six months. Wow. Yeah.、So um, I was actually there on a working holiday visa,、uh-huh. and it was like completely random. I just came back from Australia, and I wanted to go to somewhere else. So I um I just saw like this internet listing of a working holiday visa, so I just applied for it just for fun, and then I got it. I'm、like okay, why not? So I why not? Booked my first few few days in New Zealand. I just went ahead and like I changed my plans to go into like the people that I meet and the people that I talk to and just kind of wing it from there. Oh, and, cool. And I mean, I was kind of expecting if I don't like it, I can always go back home again, or you know, I could just leave after a month. But I guess things kept flowing, so I just found myself to be there in six months. Like I stayed the entire duration of my visa. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Like, what was like? You know what was the best thing about New Zealand? Like what 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 was the best thing? Like out of your entire experience, if you had to pick like one best thing、oh. about New Zealand, I would say the nature.、Oh, New、yeah. Zealand has like amazing landscapes, mountains, nature stuff. I mean, growing up in like a big city in Singapore, you're just not really exposed to a lot of mountains or or nature stuff. And when you go to New Zealand, everything is just breathtaking. You know, you go to like the South Island. And you just drive along the road, and there's just like mountains everywhere. So that was kind of like, I feel like I was in a whole different world. Yeah, like、uh, yeah, basically like a whole other like like escape area. I don't know. Like it's definitely like we've got all our nature and stuff, so it's definitely just 
it's because you always I feel like if you're in like those cities you all you see are just like like skyscrapers and you don't even see the sky and now you see like actual green yeah like sloped hills and stuff like, like that stars at night and it's just it's a whole new different experience so that was something that would definitely save me for like my entire life because New Zealand is kind of like the first country where I, I get to experience all that yeah oh I'm glad you like enjoyed your time here you spent like six months so that's definitely more than enough time to really explore so many different things mm-hmm, about New yeah. Zealand yeah did you pick up any like Maori words or like phrases that you <laughs> <laughs> that you've like maybe incorporated into your life or anything um <laughs> I I might have learned a few words during my time in New Zealand, but mm. I don't remember them anymore. Oh, you don't? Um, so I was traveling on the stray bus, and the driver kept saying this word called sweet ash. <laughs> so at the beginning, I was really confused to like what he was saying, and after staying there for, for, for a period of time, I realized that it's actually, like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it, but just you keep hearing the word a lot, and just kind of it comes into you. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, anyways, I thought we'd probably best to wrap up now, but it's also, like, it's quite late. Um, thank you so much for, like, speaking with me today. I'm just so stoked that you actually replied to my DM. Um, no, thank you for having me. No. I'm very happy with you. <laughs> yeah, so thank you so much for your time, and just it's so good to, you know, talk to you, um, you know, see, hear the man behind the account and just, like, hear you for more than your words, you know. Um, what What are your plans for the rest of your day? Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I'm kind of <laughs> like be spontaneous. living life. Yeah, this is why I want to get out in trouble again because I feel I don't really do anything at home. <laughs> All right. Um, it's so been, probably figure it out later. Yeah. Yeah, it's been amazing talking to you. Um, do no, you want to? You. It's been amazing. <laughs> do you want to like introduce your song and I'll play it? Uh, oh yeah. Your um, song, so first, I'm yeah. I'm obsessed with this song. Yeah. It's called Older by Sasha Sloan, and I think in this song it hits. Um, it talks about you know being in a family. It's just a very personal song for her, and I find that this song I can I can relate to the song a lot. I and mean, if you listen to the lyrics, you probably get what I mean. So this right. song is something that has a special meaning in me right now. Oh, okay, I will listen hard for you. Okay, we'll both get that meaning together. <laughs> All right, thank you so so much for letting me speak with you. you. This has been so exciting for the both of us. So. All right, this is Sasha Sloan with Olda. Thank you so much for speaking with me. Ron, um, here is Olda by Sasha Sloan. I hope you enjoy. Get high and try not to listen to every little fight Cause neither one was right I swore I'd never be like them But I was just a kid back then The older I get that I see my parents aren't heroes they're just like me and loving is hard that was a Radio 1 91FM podcast you can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found